Blog Talk Radio. Hi, everyone. This is Denise Brown, your host of Your Caregiving Journey, a talk show that helps you as you help family members and friends. It's Monday, September 4th. It's Labor Day. I hope you are able to enjoy a few moments of relaxation today, hopefully more than that, but I appreciate that caregiving has no holidays, so we keep going. This is Monday, which means it's our show that kicks off your week and your day with some comfort and stories. And we've been introducing you to our presentation, pre- presenters at our upcoming National Caregiving Conference. And one of our presenters will join us in just a few moments. She's got a great story, and I think you'll just be so taken with what she's been doing since she's been caring for her husband. And I know that she's one of the presenters that we're just so excited about because she brings a really terrific viewpoint and perspective on caregiving. So there's a couple updates for you. So we've got a, co- a couple contests going on that are coming up with deadlines. So the first one is our call for caregiving innovators. If you have an idea for a product or a service, enter our contest. It's okay if you don't have a prototype. It's okay if you don't have your app. It's okay if there's no product to show what your idea could be. If you have all those, that's great too. But I just want you to feel like, okay, I've got an idea. I could draw it or I can explain it. And that gets you into our contest. So if you have an idea, if you have a prototype, you have an app, you have a service or a product, enter it into our contest. Well, then let visitors and members of caregiving.com view the video that grabs your product. And then the three companies or the three individuals that receive the most votes receive a free table at our national caregiving conference in November. And then at the conference, we vote for our favorite. So the idea, the product or the service that wins receives $250 and then you come on my talk show and talk about your product or service. It's just a way for you to get some more publicity about what you're thinking about as a solution. We do ask that your idea or product or service focus on solving one of the challenges of family caregivers, and that is either loneliness or the financial burden or, gosh, I can't remember the third one. It's on the website. So you can go to caregiving.com and look for more information It's our call for caregiving innovators. Okay, so that deadline is coming up. Our deadline for families of family caregivers to give a break is coming up as well. So if you have a sibling, a friend, a coworker who is a family caregiver, and you'd like to do something special for them, organize a break for them to attend our National Caregiving Conference in November. And you can find out more about that contest on caregiving.com. And then just quickly, our Caregiving Art Show starts next week. So the deadline to enter is Friday, September 8th. And we're very generous in our view of art. I really believe that art is anything you create. So it is more than just what you draw and paint. It's what you bake. It's what you decorate. It's what you take photos of. It's what you write. Art is all around us, and you are creative. So submit your artwork to display in our Caregiving Art Show, which starts on Sunday. 
one other thing to keep in mind is this is an art show for you, for your caree, and for kids and grandkids. So if you sit down with your caree and do some art, take photos of it, and submit each into our caregiving art show. You'll find details on caregiving.com about our caregiving art show. And this is our seventh year doing it. It's always fun. And I'm always grateful for those who enter the, the uh, art show. We use the art show as a way to raise money for our caregivers program. And through our caregivers program, we send $500 to a family caregiver in need. And I just sent $500 last week to one of our bloggers on caregiving.com. She's having, oh my gosh, a lot of really difficult challenges. And the last one was um, a tooth. Mm. So she has to go back to the dentist, but she doesn't have dental insurance because she just started a new job. So her insurance hasn't kicked in. She has tapped out all of her other financial resources because of a previous tooth problem. So she was facing, oh my gosh, do I pay the mortgage? Do I get my tooth fixed? So we were able to send her $500 last week. So your money works and it does send hope to a family caregiver in need. Okay. So let me introduce you to our guest. She has a great last name, which I apologize. My, as I was explaining to Carol before the show started, I'm from Chicago and I'm Irish. So (laughs) I'm terrible pronouncing really great last names. So Carol, Papini is one of our presenters at our National Caregiving Conference in November. She's been driving all over the country while caring for her husband, Bill, who suffered a massive left brain stroke in 2011. She's an intuitive energy healer and a health and wellness mentor. She assists family caregivers and caregivees, we call them caregivees, to release the feeling of being stuck and imprisoned within their own mind, body, and soul. So good morning, Carol. Good morning, Denise. So what made you decide to submit a proposal to present at our November conference? Wow. Um, It's very interesting that a gentleman, um, Christopher, he has been through your... um, program and um, cared for his mother and and him and I connected and it was very interesting how we connected but you know Facebook technology is so amazing today and it you know after sharing my story with him he shared his story with me and we kind of connected and he said oh my gosh you have got to put an application in to be a speaker at conference and I'm like really and he's like yes so he really encouraged me and I thought well what the heck you know and I really want to just share with the world what I've been able to do and how we have had such an incredible journey um, over the last five years we're doing. So it's just been really amazing. And I just want to share that with everyone. I think that's amazing. So tell us what your life is like today. And then we'll kind of look at how you got to where you are today. So tell us about caring for your husband. Tell us about your lifestyle. And tell us how you manage, how you, how you make it all happen. Wow. Well, you know, it's, it's interesting. Um, I uh, have been, you know, 
driving him around in an RV to see the people that we know and love and to meet new people. And we, the first few years, we just went and seen people that we knew and loved, and um, and we're meeting people along the way. And you know, staying at campgrounds or maybe at somebody's, you know, plugging into somebody's house and hanging out for a week or so, or sometimes a month or three months. Um, depends on where we were guided. And I really feel being in the intuitive energy healer that I am, I ask, where is it that we're to go next? Because everywhere that we go, we are guided to that place and those people. Even if there are people that we've known for years, um, they've been praying for an answer and we show up and it's been really phenomenal. Um, recently I, I picked up on a friend of mine. She said, She's like, why don't you do this work camping thing? And so I got on workcampers.com, and I um, put uh, a little resume in and um, got my first gig in Yuma, Arizona. And what that means is is that as an, or a full-time RVer, you can go to different parks, and um, you can go and work in the office, or they have maintenance. They have all these things, and you get your site paid for um, and your water, your electric, and all that stuff, and um, which is really great, you know, because when you're looking at rent and everything and, you know, all those things, it can be pretty, you know, having to worry about having to pay the bills um, and all of that all the time. Um, something like this can, can be pretty, um, pretty amazing. And it's 20 hours for one person um, to get your site paid for. Um, then I found a place where I could get paid as well for all hours put in. So that was even better. So I'm really having a lot of fun with that. And, um, and you know, managing it with Bill, it's like I get to take little breaks. I come and I check on him. We, you know, Bill loves it because he has a little more time by himself. And, you know, it's um, it's been really great. And we love it. He loves his space. He just thanks me every single day. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And that's one of the words that he can say out of about maybe 15 words or so. Um, so it's pretty powerful. Okay, so that sounds awesome. And I love that you could easily talk yourself out of doing that, right? I mean, there's so many reasons you can say, well, that's just not going to work. It's not going to work right. that we travel. It's not going to work that I work. We've just got to, you know, be in one spot so that everything is easier on both of us. So how did you, first of all, were you ever kind of filled with doubts about making it work? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. I, you know, that that inner critic comes in and says, oh, you can't do that. Oh, that's not going to work. Yeah. You know, yeah. how can you make right. that work? Mm, oh, yeah. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. So how did you how did you fight back the doubt? Well, um, I uh, actually teach my clients how to do this, but I I first have to put my inner critic away and say, okay, you need to go away, and I've got the power now, and I'm stepping into something new, something fun. We're gonna we are gonna create a different life here, and we're gonna have fun at it. I mean, I am 58 years old, and I am a very young, active. I'm on no medication. I love life, and I love people, and I was not going to sit around watching Bill waste away in a house where he would get up, watch TV, eat, sleep, 
you know, it was just this ongoing thing. And I'm like, no, I got to get out and see the world. And we loved traveling. And I'm like, why not do this? And, you know, the people that we know and love weren't coming to see us and coming to see Bill after his stroke. They just didn't, you know, they didn't know what to do. They didn't know how to deal with it. It was a, you know, I've learned since I was like, why is nobody coming to see him, you know? And so we just decided to do this. We decided it together. I mean, even though he can't really have a conversation with me, I address everything with him and I say, okay, what do you think about this? What do you think about that? He's like, yes, no, yes, no. Um, So we go through um, the process together and it's got to be good for both of us. And so we definitely, um, uh, and, and even this work camping deal, he was like, yes, like what, yeah. You know, this would be great. So, um, yeah, it's been really phenomenal. How about that? You know, I think what's interesting is that we do wonder where everybody goes, right? And so I love the solution that you came up with. Well, everybody went away, so I'm going. (laughs) I'm going. I'm going to hit the road. I love that. I love that. So what have you learned in your travels? Mm. What have I learned? I have learned so much. I learn something every day. As you know, we were taught when we were young, you learn something every day. And, oh, wow, do I ever. But one of the things that I like to share with people is that, especially new caregivers, that, you know, don't be upset and make it about you or your caree that um, that people don't want to help you or people the family members don't want to be engaged and your friends aren't around anymore. They kind of go away. And what I've learned through this is huge. And it was like, it's not about me. So that's about them. They can't deal with it. They don't know what to do. They have no idea. And so they do nothing. And so that would be probably the biggest lesson. And, and I don't have any resentment. I don't like, you know, hate people for that. I mean, uh, both of our families, I mean, we both had people in Denver that, you know, our family members, a lot of friends, and they're just, they just weren't coming around. And I actually, literally, when I decided to do this, well, Bill and I decided to do this, and then I got on Facebook and I announced that we were doing this and that I, you know, do different things and we're, we plan on, you know, helping people along the way. And, and we had a Several family members get really upset and tell me that I can't do that. I could not do that. And I said, "Mm, yeah, I am. And some even said, don't even come this way because we are not (gasps) going to be a part of that. (gasps) Yes. Yes. So it was, at first I was like, I got, you know, really angry and I was like, oh, no, 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 no. I had to put that inner ego away, that inner critic, you know, and say no. It, it's not about me. That's about them. That is about them, you know. And and it's really a shame because since then, um, you know, one of his uh, favorite aunts passed away and then one of his favorite cousins passed over the years that we have not been able to go and see them. So it's really sad. You know, I just am aghast. I'm always aghast when people don't just celebrate a decision that's right for you. And... Mm. I guess I guess their inability to celebrate is about them, and it's really about their fears. It's really mm-hmm. their own fears talking. 
Absolutely. And, Absolutely. And is. I and I love how you were able to say, okay, well, this isn't right for them, and that's okay because it's right for me, and that's why we do it. It's right for the both mm-hmm. of us. Yes, indeed. And it was definitely challenging. You know, we had some obstacles that got in the way, and, you know, God is always testing us, and we it's what what do we choose to do with that, and which way do we choose to go, and how do we respond instead of reacting. And I have learned so much around that as well. So what's been the biggest test for you? Wow. I would say the financial situation. Mm. Yeah. And I and I'll and I'll share with you why, because when the reason and this is part of my workshop that I share with people is why did Bill have a stroke? Well the doctors have their you know, situation what they think about it, right? Their medical part of it. But he had a stroke because of stress and dehydration. Mm. He didn't have high blood pressure. He didn't have high cholesterol, but they gave him all those medicines, which he's no longer on. Um, But they, you know, that's what they said. But it truly was the stress and dehydration. He was so financially stressed. We had our own business, or he had his own business, and I worked outside of that um, as a construction worker. You know, he was a general contractor for 30-plus years. Um, He's always been an entrepreneur. He... um, he really allowed that business to get to him. And I kept on saying, please, you know, you need to stop. You need to stop worrying about it, stressing about things. And he just didn't. He stressed out so much. So, therefore, then he was drinking more alcohol, which then created more dehydration and he wasn't drinking enough water. And he had a stroke because of that financial stress. He was trying to hold on to this stuff. And, I mean, that's one of the part of why I'm doing health and wellness for a vibrant life in a tiny home is because we had a lot of stuff. And it was, it was, that's what got it, was holding on to that stuff and feeling like he had to be, that was him, that was his identity, was having the stuff. And I'm not kidding, we had 10 or 20 of everything. And um, so... When he had his stroke, um, we lost our house. A month later, my boss came up to the hospital and said, I have to shut the program down. I was involved with the counseling as a um, personal development course that I was in. Um, So I lost my job. Um, So here I am. I'm almost losing my husband in the hospital. Lost our home. Lost my job. And I'm like, hmm, what am I going to do with this? What am I going to do now? And that was the biggest obstacle. And it has, it has played a really big part throughout this whole six years. It keeps on showing up. And I'm like, okay, so this is what I'm going to do. And now I'm doing this. Now I'm doing that. And now I've learned that I don't need to um, be afraid of it. I need to be, believe and have faith that God has my back. And when I do that, everything works out. And so that is it for me. Yeah. So when you say 
I don't have to be afraid of it. Is the fear that there's not going, is it the fear that there's just not going to be enough? Oh, that there's not going to be anything coming in to take care of us. That's what the fear was for me, you know, because that's what I was taught through my parents. I mean, they, you know, they always said, well, when the money comes, we're going to do this. When the money comes, we're going to do that. That is why I'm doing what I want to do now. So I don't have to worry about going, oh, well, that day is never going to come, you know. Because they didn't, they they wanted to travel. They wanted to see the world, and they were sick. They got sick instead. So, yeah, it's pretty pretty eye opening. And I just, you know, decided that I would do something different. Why so not? you really lost. You really were in a situation where you you were watching everything go. Mm-hmm. You know, security, health, friends, your house, the things that you had, you watched everything go. Mm-hmm. Yep. And you could have got lost to all of that. And instead you really focus on, okay, so what's my choice here? When I'm on it? What am I going to do next? Right. So I'm so I'm curious, what was this, the next step for you? What was that step forward that allowed you to say, okay, this is my choice. This is what I'll do. Right. Well, when Bill got out of rehab, before he got out of rehab, actually some friends took us in because we didn't have any family members step up to help us. So we had some friends that stepped up and said, you know, hey, you can stay with us and we'll we'll figure things out. And I'm like, absolutely. Thank you so much. And so from that, we um, ended up um, across the street, a house came up where we could go that we could rent. And so I got a roommate. So we started out with that. And then I was like, oh my gosh, I'm trying to make rent and, you know, all the different bills and everything. I was like, this is not working for me. (laughs) You know, it was, I had to get another job. I was, you know, trying to take care of Bill. And I mean, it was, yeah, we, and and I have to tell you, I had, there was still a lot of stuff, and I um, was had to move all this other stuff into this place, and I'm like, why am I holding on to this stuff? Mm-hmm. And um, so it took us a lot, and um, and without any help of the government, because I have to tell you, I just play well with trying to deal with any of that disability stuff. Bill could have had disability, could have had this if I played nicely. And that means going, him going to the doctor, him doing this, me doing this. I can only make so much. I can only, I'm, I'm like, no, I, I can't do this. And um, so I just did things differently, and I created all of this on my own. So I um, went out, and, you know, we started out in our car first and went to my son's for a little while, and then I manifested this motorhome that we have, and... It was great. A friend helped us out with the down payment. I paid everything back and paid this off in three years and still having more than enough, then, which has been great. I think of the caregiving experience is our lesson in letting go because there's so many things we let go of. Mm-hmm. And yet the power of being able to understand what happens when we let go is immense. So for instance, just when you think of 
the letting go of your possessions. I mean, we, we spend a lot of time taking care of things just to free up that energy when we no longer take care of the things can really make a difference in the day. Mm, absolutely. Absolutely. It was so freeing getting rid of the stuff. Yeah. I can't even tell you how incredible it is. And I remember Bill and I having a conversation years and years ago. Um, and I said, Bill, why do we have to have all this stuff? And and he's like, well, because we need this, we need this. And, it's, you know, if I ever need this, if I ever need that. And I go, well, I just don't see it. And he goes, yeah, it's because you didn't come into this marriage with anything. And I said, well, <laughs> I I was happy. <laughs> I don't, you know, it's like I see you stressing over everything. I mean, because I'm not kidding. We had everything. We both had motorcycles. We had cars. We had we had 10 vehicles total. We had two boats. We had all this stuff along with, I mean, just stuff, <laughs> you know. It was, it was just ridiculous, actually. And, um, yeah, now I just have a motorhome that I drive around. It's a Class C, and I don't have a little car. I... I walk around, get my exercise that way. I walk to the store. I do whatever I need to do. And it's very freeing. Very freeing. Yeah, I I live in a little apartment. And every time I clean it, I say, thank you, God, for this little apartment. <laughs> because it's easy to clean. Yeah. Not that I clean it as much as I should. But it is so easy right. to clean. And honestly... I, I was cleaning yesterday, and I was dusting some of my things, and I thought, no, do I really want this? And I thought, oh, okay, yeah, this is an okay thing to to keep. It's just when you get stuck in that land of possessions, oh, my gosh, it really can – it it takes money, and it takes time, and it takes energy. And so, really, I think it's it's something that we can choose about how we want to spend our energy. And is it on things? Is it on ourselves? Is it on our relationships? Is it on our health? Mm-hmm. And we we have a we have a choice we have a choice about that. Mm-hmm. So when you think about your life today, yeah, when you think about your life today, and what you've created, what are you most proud of? Mm. Wow, I am most proud of us really still being connected in our relationship and even through everything that we've gone through. Um, you know, it's, you know, I, I truly believe, especially now, that we are soulmates, Bill and I. I mean, it is just phenomenal because it's interesting how I can kind of, you know, the caregiving and the wife, um, I can separate the two. And it's and it's interesting how I do that because some days I sit back and go, oh, that was interesting, <laughs> you know. Um, and it just, it's, that I've kept that relationship because, you know, I refuse to sleep somewhere else maybe because he's having a bad night or he's snoring or something like that. I, you know, I'm right next to his side and we are connected. And I feel like that has what, you know, and, and with our relationship with God now, because I know that, um, you know, spiritually both of us lost ourselves when we, when we were getting, I mean, we, we were doing really well in life. I had a, you know, five-figure income job. Um, he had a six-figure income business, and we did really well. And But we cut out that spirituality in our life. 
And I feel like that's what God was saying. You guys need to get back to your, get back to the spirituality and be connected. So I think that that's probably the most proud that I feel. Wow. Okay. So last question for you. What are you looking forward to at the conference? Wow. I am looking forward to meeting everybody and really just connecting. It, I didn't even know this existed until the, the beginning of this year, and I'm so excited and to be able to share to be able to share what and how we did it and and just help others connection. Have you have you attended a conference for family caregivers in the past? No, I have not. Oh, I didn't good. even know that's okay. a thing. So I'm so excited. <laughs> so, so there's so sometimes there are regional ones or smaller ones. So this is the first one where we all come together from all over. So I, I'll be anxious to hear what you think at the end when we're closing mm. on Saturday, what you think. I'll be anxious to hear oh. what you think. Well, I can tell you so, I'm already impressed with your, I can tell you I'm already impressed, seriously, with how you are, you know, really building up um, to November in this conference and how you guys are, you know, what you're doing because, and everything that you do, Denise, is just phenomenal. I've been watching and, and seeing things, and I just, you're doing remarkable for people. It's just amazing. Oh, thank you. Thank you. I, I, I feel like it's so amazing to be able to create something like this conference where people like you get together and really encourage and inspire us. That's the goal, right? And mm-hmm. there's, no better, there's no better inspiration than a family caregiver that just said, okay, let's do it. Let's figure this mm-hmm. out. Because the temptation yeah. is just to stop. I think of it as closing the drawer, you know, closing the blinds in your house, where you just were like, okay, well, the worst happened, so let's just stay in here. And what you show us is that something happened. There's no judgment around what happened. Things changed, and and let's figure out what we can do to really live fully. And that's what you mm-hmm. do. It's yeah. Awesome, living a vibrant life. Ooh, yeah, yeah. So. Carol's presentation is on Friday, and you you probably are going to be part of the virtual presentation, the virtual broadcast. I just have to talk to you about that, Carol, to make sure that that's okay oh, sure. with you. Oh, it's fine um, with me. Absolutely. I'll tell you right now. I'm good with that. <laughs> okay. So, <laughs> so Carol yeah. is part of our virtual broadcast as well. Uh, so hmm. if you cannot attend the conference in person, you can watch Carol deliver her presentation virtually. So you can register to join us in Chicago. You can register to watch us virtually. And you can also purchase conference recordings, too. We're recording many of our sessions. So if you want to have the material available after the conference, you can purchase our conference recordings as well. Okay, Carol, thank you so much. I'm so grateful and excited that you'll be joining us in November. Thank you, Denise. I'm so excited, and I am honored to be joining you in November. We'll see you there. Yeah, okay. Yay. (laughs) (laughs) And thanks so much to our listeners. So grateful you could join us this morning. 
And be sure to stop by caregiving.com. Let us know how you're doing because we always love to know. Take care, everyone. Bye-bye.